Gemara Nedarim Daf Lamed Aleph Matnitin Hanoder Meshufte Shabbat. A person made a neder that is not going to have Hanaa from Shufte Shabbat. Those that keep the Shabbat Asur be Israel, Asur be Kutim. Why? Because the Kutim also keep the Shabbat. They commanded to keep the Shabbat, they keep the Shabbat. Me'ochle Shum Those are the people that eat garlic on Friday nights Like the Gemara says the custom of the Jewish people Was to eat garlic on Friday night So it says if he says I'm having a Isur Hana'ah To those that eat Shum Asur Yisrael and Asur Bikutim Because the Kutim also follow that practice Me'ole Yerushalayim He forbids himself from those that Go up to Yerushalayim Ariyal Yerushalayim and the Shalosh Galim Asur b'Yisrael Umutar Bechutim Because they don't go up to Yerushalayim Even though they commanded to do so But the Kutim didn't follow all the laws like they were supposed to Hamid Gamaran says My Shopte Shabbat What does those words mean Shopte Shabbat? Ilimamimikayime Shabbat If you tell me it means For those that keep the Shabbat Meaning, those that keep Shabbat, even though they're not commanded, Shabbat Shabbat, anybody that takes off on Shabbat and keeps it, then Goyim should also be Asur. Maybe there's some Goyim also that keep Shabbat, although they're not commanded. There must be Shabbat Shabbat, means those that are Mitzuvah, those that are commanded to keep the Shabbat. That's why Goyim are permissible. But Kutim are Mitzuvim. If you're learning the Mishnah, it's talking about the people that are commanded. Me'olei Yerushalayim asur b'Yisrael mutar b'kutim. Amai ha-metzuvim ninu. If you're learning the Mishnah, so ha-metzuvim. So the kutim ha-metzuvim to go to Yerushalayim. So therefore when he says, kunam te'olei Yerushalayim, kutim should be asur. Because they're metzuvim to go to Yerushalayim. Yamana answers, amara b'yeh, metzuvah ve'oseh ketaneh. We mean two things. It's commanded, and he's doing. The first two cases in the Mishnah. Meaning, Shopte, Shabbat, Anochle, Shum, Yisrael, Vekutim, Mitzuvim, Ve'osim. Ovdekochavim, Ha'od, Ha'avde, Osin, Ve'ena, Mitzuvim. Yeah, there might be some people that keep Shabbat by the Goyim, but they're not Mitzuvim. And therefore, he didn't include them in the Neder. However, Me'olei Yerushalayim, Israel Mitzuvim Ve'osim Kutim Mitzuvim Ve'enam Osim Regarding Yerushalayim The Kutim the Mitzuvim But they do not Go up So that's the interpretation To the Mishnah The cases are Mitzuvim Ve'osim Comes the Mishnah Kunam Atitim Kunam She'eni Nehene Lebnei Noah Noah Na'at Bnei Noah so the Mishnah says, Mutar be Israel, Ve'asur be'ovdei kuchavim. So only the ovdei kuchavim are called B'nai Noah. The Jews are not called B'nai Noah, even though everybody comes from Noah. The Gemara says, Ve'israel minafik b'chlal b'nai Noah. Which means everybody came from Noah, so we also should be called B'nai Noah. Okay, Van de'ikadash Abraham, itkiru al shemeh. That once already Abraham Abinu became, uh, you know, the most important man of his time, and he became Kadosh. So now we're called 
B'nei Abraham. And therefore, when it say B'nei Noah, it's not referring to Jews. Matnitin. She'eni nehene lezera Abraham. So it says, I'm not going to have an a'a of Abraham. So it says, Asur b'Yisrael. So you cannot have an a'a to Yisrael. Umutar be'ovdei kuchavim. Interesting. Even though the ovdei kuchavim also came from from uh, Abraham. So it says, Yamara na'ika Ishmael. So Ishmael came from uh, from Abraham. He said, "Kunam she'eni nehene lezera Abraham." So it says, "No, ki bi Yitzchak ikarel chazara ketiv." That the zera of Abraham is Yitzchak. So you want to say like Esav? Okay, so Yitzchak and Esav. So that includes the goyim. No, ki be Yitzchak v'lo kol Yitzchak be Yitzchak. Part of Yitzhak, but not all of Yitzhak. Only the Yaakov line. So therefore, when a guy says, Konam Abraham, it only refers to Yisrael. Okay. We continue. Matnitin. Okay, now this Mishnah is... It's the trickiest Mishnah of all of them that we have on this daf of Elamid Aleph. So let's learn it. Uh, let's learn it properly. A guy comes along and says, "Sheeni nehene me Yisrael." Guy comes along and says, "I'm not going to have Hanaa from Yisrael." He's just saying all Hanaa from Yisrael and no Yisrael. The Rovens talking. Rovens says, "Any Yisrael, I'm not going to receive any Hanaa from them." Basically, from all the Jews in the world, he cannot receive Hana'ah. Okay, but now we have to discuss, but he still wants to transact with them. So if he's transacting with them, well, he's going to have a Hana'ah somehow. He's going to get money from them, or he's going to get product from them. So the Gemara says, the Mishnah is going to say, based on his nedir, that he doesn't want to have any Hana'ah. But Mishnah, how does that affect his ability to transact? So the Mishnah says, Lokeyah biyoter. He's allowed to buy. Uh, however, he has to pay more than the price. If he pays more than the price, he overpays. Uh, so he overpays, so he's not getting hanaa because he paid. He paid extra. Although the guy's giving him the product, but he paid uh, not only for market value. He paid more than the value. So therefore, that's not considered. He's getting hanaa. Umocher befahot. And when he sells, he has to sell less than market value. Because if he sells at value or more than value, he's getting hana'ah. So therefore he has to sell less than value. And in that way, he does not receive any hana'ah. That's the first way. The next case in the Mishnah is, She Yisrael nehenin li. That's the reverse case. That's Reuven coming along and saying, not that he's forbidding himself to have Hana'ah to all the Jews. He's forbidding all the Jews to have Hana'ah from him. It's the reverse way now. So this is also going to impact uh, his ability to transact. Now we have to figure out a way that no Jew can have Hana'ah to the Uvin. So how's that going to affect? So, so when he comes to buy something from them, he must pay them less than value. By paying them less than value, they don't get a hana'ah. 
because they they got short uh, short change. Now umocher biyoter, and when he sells, he has to sell for higher than uh, value. So therefore, what? So therefore, uh, in these ways over here, the the people are not receiving a hanaa from him. Why? When he's selling a product, if he's selling the product for more than the the value, so therefore, even though he's giving them an item, he's giving them an item. That's not called hanaa because they paid they paid more than uh, they overpaid. Now. The Mishnah then says a reality. The En Shum Imlo. En just means, of course, nobody's going to listen to this uh, rule over here, which means the guy can make all the that he wants, but Israel's not going to obligate themselves now to overpay and to, and to you know, uh, follow these rules over here. Why would they do that over here? Why, why would they sell something for less than, less than value? So the Mishnah is saying, he can make all the that he wants, but just because you or said everybody... Uh, from having Hana'ah from you, that doesn't mean that they have to follow this uh, nether and sell for cheap. Okay. Uh, this guy went both ways. This guy says, So then the deen is, He can only transact with Guim. Because no matter what he does, somebody's going to have a Hana'ah. Either he is, or they are. Okay, now we start the Gemara. Amar Shemuel, Halokeyach Kli Mina Uman Lebakero. Guy went to the Uman and he bought a Keli. He didn't buy it. He, well, Lokeya usually means to buy. Lokeya is usually buying. Over here he's taking it with intention to buy, but he said, let me take it home for a few days just to check it out. And then if I like it, I'm going to purchase it. So the deen is which means something happened to the kid. He broke or got stolen or got lost. Hayav. So the lokeya is obligated to pay because we consider him at that point over there a sho'el. And the sho'el, he's borrowing it. And the sho'el is hayav in all of the uh, in all of the payments. So if you look at the um, let's look at the ran for a second if we have one over here. Yeah, the bottom run. Amar Shemuel, halokei akli min atagar or min aoman, min enas biyado hayav hanaat lokeiachi. The Gemara says alma kasabar hanaat lokeiachi. That in a transaction, who's getting the hanaa? Well, there's hanaa on both sides. Uh, the lokeiach is getting the product. That's hanaa, but the mocher is getting money. That's also considered a hana'ah. So the Gemara now from this uh, story or from this halakha wants to deduce that of course both are getting hana'ah. But who's the real nehene? The real nehene is the one that has the product. Why do we make that assumption? So the Ran says, Which means he already told them a price already. So the uh, the seller already assumes that if he likes it, it's a done deal. Hilkach samcha dalte de lokeyach sheim ratsa le lochan hadeshut biyado. So already he set a price, and the lokeyach also knows. The buyer also knows that if he wants it, it's his. Mechem b'cheken hayab be'onsin te be'mekach 
כל הנאה ללוקי אחי, ולא למוכר. Which means, the normal rule is that whoever is getting the הנאה, the more הנאה he gets, the more responsibility he has. Which means, if I'm a Shomer Hinnam, where you give me something to watch, I can't use the item, it's not my item, so the, my liability is less. If I'm a Shomer Sachar, Shomer Sachar, I'm getting paid. Oh, so I'm getting a little Hana'ah, so my liability is a little more. Here, it's, it's the highest level, because you're getting the item, and you're already going to pay for it, and then you didn't pay for it yet, so therefore you have in Onsim. So the Hana'ah belongs to the to the lokeya. What is that a problem? Okay, so what do I care if that belongs to the lokeya? Why, why, why does that bother me? So he says, Lan, Ba'abi le Kishmuel, Kol Hana'ah lokeya'i. Ba'abi le Kishmuel, Ba'abi le Kishmuel, Ba'abi le Kishmuel, Ba'abi le Kishmuel, That's the rule. Okay, so it comes to Gemara and says, what are you talking about? We have a question from Amishnah. Again, keep in mind, we're going to have to apply this rule that we just said, that in business, in a transaction, even though both sides are getting money, and one side is getting an item, but the Hana'ah of the transaction is on the Lokeyah side, the buyer's side. The one that gets the product is called the, is called the Neheneh, as seen in the fact that when the guy takes the item, he's the one that's getting all that, and therefore he's obligated in onsi. So Yamara says, Tenan, we learned in our Mishnah. First, Resha of the Mishnah. She'eni ne'enem Yisrael. Reuven comes along and says, I am not going to have any hana'ah from any Jew. So it says, Mocher bepachot. He cannot have any hana'ah. So when he sells a product, he has to sell. He has to sell for less than the market, because he's not allowed to have any anah. Aval So the Gemara makes an assumption, but for market price, he can uh, sell. Now wait, if you're telling me that when you're selling an item, the anah goes to the one that bought it, so he should be even be able to sell it for market, because bottom line, even though he's getting the money, the anah is not his. The anah belongs to the Rukaya. So Gabriel says, hanat If you're telling me like the assumption you just brought from the story of Shemuel, Afilu So that we're even selling it for market, you should be allowed because bottom line, who's getting the hanaah? The lokeya. So Gabriel says, Oh, matnitin al Mishnah bezvina derame al The Mishnah is talking about the cases over here that the uh, the merchandise over here is on its face. What do you mean it's on its face? Which means it's hard to sell. It's merchandise that's not easy to sell. And then this over here, that uh, as long as the seller is successful in selling, even if he sold it for market, he gets a big hana'ah. Because he, he can't sell this item. The item has no customers over here. So therefore, on an item that's hard to sell, the hana'ah goes to the to the, to, to, to the seller. So therefore, the Uven made a net that I'm not letting any Jews, uh, I'm not uh, having any Hana'ah from Jews. So therefore, he could sell an item, but he has to sell it for less than the value. The Yemara says, why? Let him sell it for the value. No, because an item we're talking about over here is a hard item to sell. So market price is a Hana'ah 
to the to the seller. And therefore, on these type of items, the only way it'll work is if you sell it for less than the less than the value. So you want to make it okimta. Okimta means we're establishing the Mishnah. It's talking about specific specific cases. So the Gemara says, Imken, if that's the way you're learning the Mishnah, Emarresha, I have a question. Lokeyach biyotet. The same Mishnah said that when he's buying, now again, remind you, we're talking about a case over here where the merchandise is hard to sell. So the Mishnah's law was, again, the Uben says, I'm not having any hana'ah from any, uh, from Israel. So it says, lokeyach biyotet. Why would he have to sell biyotet? He should be, lokeyach, lokeyach is to buy. Why would he have to buy biyotet let him even buy for market price because the Hana'ah is going to go to the to, to, to the one that's buying to, 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 to the one that's selling it because bottom line it's a hard item to sell so why do you tell him when he even if he buys Shaveh B'Shaveh the Hana'ah will go to the uh, to, to, to the so he's saying he will not be able to have Hana'ah he's not having Hana'ah the other guy's having Hana'ah when he sells it even for market value so why do you say he can only buy, they will make him only buy for Yotan. He should be able to even buy for Shaveh B'Shaveh. Ve'od, and not only that, if we're talking about items that are difficult to, to sell, Ema Sefa, Yisrael Nehenim Li. What was the Sefa of the Mishnah? That he made a neder that no Jews are going to be able to have Hana'ah from me. He was Osir, they can have an from him. So it says, Lokeyach Mefachot Umocher Biyoter. Oh, so he said that since they can have an so he can only sell them items Biyoter. He can only sell them items expensive, more than the price. What do you mean? If it's so items that are hard to sell, Afilu Shave even items that are shaveh b'shaveh. Why? Because if you're selling it shaveh b'shaveh, the hana'ah is going to go to the to the uven. So therefore, he made a, a, a they cannot have hana'ah. So if they cannot have hana'ah, why, why does he have to sell items for, 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 for more than their value? Even if he sells the items at value, bottom line, the hana'ah still goes to He's allowed to have that. They're not allowed to have that now. So the Mishnah doesn't make sense in the Sefa as well. Yamara says, Sefa, there's been a Hadifa. The Sefa is talking about it's a normal merchandise. Ah, so normal merchandise. And therefore, he made an edit that they cannot have any Hana'ah. So therefore, he's only able to sell it for, for less. Is when it says in the Mishnah, I'm sorry, miyote, mocher miyote. Why? Because it's a normal item. He can get customers all the time. So therefore, the Mishnah says you're only allowed to to, to, to be mocher miyote by selling it miyote. They're not getting anaa because they're over they're overpaid. But if they're going to pay uh, an even price, so then already they're getting anaa. They sold the they sold the item. So therefore, it's such a case. It's such a case where this. So the Resha is talking about one scenario, and the Sefer is talking about a different scenario. Odpam Sefer 
It's a normal item. Actually, it's an item that's sold quickly. Everybody jumps to buy it. It's a, it's a good product. So therefore, the mechira is always the hana'a of the of the uh, of the of the buyer. The hana'a is always to the buyer because the seller should always the seller. So therefore, the hana'a is always going to be to the to the buyer. So therefore, in this case in the Mishnah, where the Uven says no Jew can have any hana'a from me, so now he's selling an item. So he's selling an item. So we said, uh, since it's an easy item to sell, the hana'a is always going to go to the to the buyer. That's going to be a problem. So if it says mocher biyoter, if it says biyoter, then the buyer is not getting hana'a because he over he overpaid. So that's the way we squared off the Mishnah. Yeah, no good. If the sefer of the Mishnah is talking about an item that sells quickly, so then lokeiach befachot. So you tell me the uven, he can only buy items befachot, less than value. Because less than value, so then the uh, seller is not getting hana'a. What do you mean? Afilu shaveh shaveh. You should be even able to sell them for, for market value. Because market value, barma, an item that's quickly sold, the seller is not having hana'a. And because you can sell it to anyone. And therefore the hana'a is to the, to the buyer. So why do you say you can only buy for less? You should be even able to buy for market value. So the Gemara again is struggling here to try to understand what's, what's the case in the Mishnah. So the Gemara concludes, Matnitin bezbina mitzah. A Mishnah, the whole Mishnah is talking about over here uh, a, a, a product that's somewhere in the middle, a moderate item exactly. It's not the easiest item to sell, nor is it the hardest item to sell. It's somewhere in the middle. Doesn't get sold so fast. But it's not so hard to sell it as well. And such an item over here, when a, a, a person sells the item for its value, that's already considered a hana'a to the seller as well. And it's also a hana'a to the buyer. Because it goes both ways. So he says, in this case over here, the Mishnah then says, in order that the lokeyah, kedesh shelo yene lokeyah alav, Exactly, so each side will not have Either the buyer has to pay more or the seller has to sell for less, which means each one has to adjust himself, and that's the deen in the Mishnah. Look at the Rashi, I'm sorry, the Ran. The Ran says, Matnitin. You see, Matnitin bezvina mitzi'ah. It's towards uh, before the white lines, right before the white lines. Mitzi'ah, udeshmoim bezvina hanifah. Kedomar, de bezvina mitzi'ah. Mitzi'ah means it's a moderate, like you said, item. Ika hana'at mocher velokayah. Both sides benefit. Both sides benefit. Both the mocher and the lokayah, which means... When we came to an item that's very hard to sell, so then we said the hana'a goes to the seller. When it comes to an item that's easy to sell, the hana'a goes to the buyer. An item that's uh, moderate, they can go both ways, so both sides get a hana'a. As a result, Mushmahaki, Kesha'asar, Hana'at Yisrael, Alav, the Mishnah. 
when he came along and said, Uven, I am not going to have any benefit from any Jews, Resha. I am not going to have any benefit. So then he has to buy overpay. Why? Because if he's going to pay the normal price, he's going to get a Hana'ah as well, as well as the Mokhet. So therefore, if he's Osev the Hana'ah of people on him, he cannot sell for market price. Because selling for market price in an item that's moderately sold in difficulty, he gets Hana'ah as well. So therefore, he can only uh, 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 buy it over here, Biyotir. He can buy the product, Biyotir. Umokhet, Bifachot. And when he sells, he has to sell for less. Because again, if he sells for market, he'll have a ana'ah. So he has to buy for more. Now why? Because if he buys for, for the market, for the, for the normal price, he's getting ana as well. So therefore, he has to figure out a way not to get any ana'ah from Israel. So the way to do that is, he has to look out beyotir, and he has to book him for, and the vice versa is also true. That when he comes along, he's osir the, them from having ana'ah, so therefore, they have the disadvantage now. They have to buy uh, uh, expensive, and they have to sell the cheap order that they will not get a hana. So that squares off the Mishnah. Gemara continues. Tanya Kivatid Shmuel. They have a brayta to support. Ushva, I'm sorry. Let's just finish the line of the Gemara. The Shmuel bezmina harifa, which means that which Shmuel said that the hana belongs to the lokeiach. He was talking about an item that's easily sold. And therefore, go back to the case of Shemuel. The guy went to the Uman, and he told the guy, listen, I have a, this item I want to buy from you, and I want to just take it home and uh, try it out, and if I like it, I'm going to buy it. So he said, Shemuel, that at that moment, he's Hayab and Onsin. Why is he Hayab and Onsin? Because all the Hana'a belongs to the one that bought it, or the one that took it. Oh, what do you mean? Now, why is that not belong to him? Oh, because that's an item that can easily be sold. So the mochis, if I don't sell it to yourself, to, to the next guy, I don't have a like this. So it's easy for me to say, oh, that's the case with Hanat Lokeyah. So the Amishan is talking about Hanat Mitzah. It's a make-up that's somewhere in the middle. It's Vinam Mitzah. Tanya Kimit in Ishmael. Lokeyah Kedim in a Tagar. guy went and he took items from the Tagar, from the merchant, from the Umar. So he's going to take it home. He wants to show it to Bet Hamid, to his father, or show it to his, his fiance. He tells the Tagar, Listen, I'm going to show it to the family. If they like it, I'll pay you. If they don't take it, I'm still going to compensate you. I'll pay you the Hana'ah that I got from the fact that they saw him trying to buy them a gift. There's a value in that. It's, oh, what a nice guy. They got offered to buy us a gift. So there's an eye in that. So you, you, you gave me the item to show it to them, so I'll pay you for the Tobatana for that. So it says, On the way there, what happened? Something happened to the Kirim. So it's Hayaf. Why? Because since he took them in order to purchase them, who's the Hana'a belong to? Lokayah. And therefore, he's a responsible, he's liable. But let's say he decides not to buy the item. Also, once he decides not to buy the item, now he's going back to return it. So on the way back to return it, he's going to be patur um, from, from, from paying if the item gets uh, damaged or something. Why? 
because he's like a Nosei Sachar. He once already decides not to buy it, so therefore he's not responsible. Then he turns, he's not a Shomer Sachar, because he's not getting paid, but he's like a Shomer Sachar. Just like a Shomer Sachar, he's not Chayam and he's returning it, I'm not buying it. When do we say, Anat Lokeya? When he's a Lokeya. I'm not buying it, I decide not to buy it. So I'm, I'm walking back to the Uman to return the item. All of a sudden, oh, it got struck by lightning. All this. I'm not Hayam. At that point over there, he's not considered a Lokeya. Which means, at that point over there, that is not to me anymore. That now belongs to the to, 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 to the to, to, to the Uman. He wants he wants his item back to can sell to somebody else. So you see Shemuel's correct in his statement. On the way there, the proof is from on the way there. On the way there, the 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 bringing it to his father in law, is Hayavin on scene. Hau Safsira. What's a Safsira? That's like a go between, like a, a middleman, exactly. The Shakal Hamaral is a bune. You take a donkey, you think I'll sell it. He's going to sell somebody's donkey. Velo is the bunch. He didn't sell it. it means hamara. On the way back, to give it back to the guy, the hamor, something happened to it. Honest. Hever of Nahman the Shalume. Oh, the Nahman says, I have to pay. The Khawara goes against what we just learned. I would say, on the way there to sell it, also, therefore, he's liable. And I goes to the Lokeya. Mashaikin, on the way back, he's not, he's not uh, selling it. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Patur. In the case of the father-in-law, in the case of the father, he's only chayav on the way there, not on the way back. Amale hazara de sapsida holachahi. Dilu mashkach lezabone. I feel ababad de bete. Dilu mezabane. Which means there's a difference when the guy is taking it off from his father-in-law. That's it. He's not buying it. He's not buying. It, he's giving it back. Therefore, that is not his anymore. Mashiach in the middleman, he's always selling. If he finds a customer on the way back, he'll sell it also. The customer that he went to didn't buy it. But even if he finds a customer at the door of the of the guy who owns the hamor, he'll sell it as well. So therefore, it's always considered hanaat of the safsida because even going back, he's still going to try to look for a customer in order to sell it. So there was hayavin on scene. Matnitin kunam she'ani inehne la'arelim. I'm not going to have an from Arelim. Now, who's an Arel? Somebody that's uncircumcised. So the Mishnah says, Mutar be'arele Yisrael ve'asur be'mule obde kuchabim. He's asur tab ana'a even, uh, or he's mutar, I'm sorry, he's mutar tab ana'a even to an uncircumcised Israel. And he's, for, and he's forbidden to have ana'a uh, even from a circumcised goy. Basically what it means when he says Arelim, Arel is a goy. Arel doesn't mean literally circumcised or not circumcised. Arel is the way we call the goyim. Arelim. So he says, Kudam from Arelim. So even if the Jew is uh, is not circumcised, he's not called an Arel. He's a Jew that's not circumcised. And even if the goy is circumcised, he's still called an Arel. So therefore, basically, when he says kunam alai arelim, he's a suit to have an af from goyim, whether they're circumcised or not, and he can have an af from Jews, whether they're circumcised or not. It doesn't mean circumcised arelim; it means goyim. Matnitin continues sheani nehene lemulim. I will not have an af to those that are circumcised. Same thing. Asur ba'arelim Israel umutar. 
that when it says mulim, mulim means Jews. And therefore, even if the Jew is not circumcised, he'll be a suit to have Hana'a. Because the Jew is called mulim. And the goy, even if he's not circumcised, will, uh, or even if he uh, is circumcised, will be permissible. Why? Because the goy is not called mulim. So basically, mulim means Jews, whether they're circumcised or not. And they're a suit. And uh, Guim, whether they're circumcised or not, will be Mutat. So that's basically interpretation of the words Arelim and Mulim. Why? She'ena orla keruya ela l'shem of dekukhavim. The word Arelim is a word for the Guim. Like the old timers, they say the Arel. That's their reference. How do you know? She'nema v'pesukim. Kichod ha-Guim Arelim. Vichod bet Yisrael all the Jews are all the Goyim Arelim. So the Jewish people are Arelim. So maybe this Pasuk only means that the Goyim Arelim. So we have another Pasuk. Oh, so it's referring to clearly Goliath. That what? Okay, maybe it's Arelim because he wasn't circumcised. That's why. But maybe if a Goyim is circumcised, Maybe it's not called Arel. Ve'omer, pentesmachna benot pentestim, pentealozna benot ha'arelim. Now, already, benot ha'arelim is referring to all the arelim. It must be that there's somebody circumcised amongst all the arelim, and still calls them arelim. So, from here you see that whether they're circumcised or not, they're still called arelim. That's the interpretation of why we need all these pesukim. The B and Azab and Azariah Omer, me'usa hi ha'orla. You see how. Ma'usir uh, is how disgusting it is. This foreskin is Allah. Shinet ganu barishayim. Sishneemar kichol aguim arelim. We wanna degrade the aguim. Uh, we call them arelim. So it must be it's a ma'us thing that we're, we're degrading them using that word arelim. The bi yishmael omer gedolamila shenechretu aleha shelosh esre belitot. Means when God gave the Brit to Abraham, it says the word Brit 13 times in that parasha. So therefore, 13 covenants were made over the Brit Milah. for delaying his son's milah, even for a moment. That if there's a nega, normally a person's a suit to cut a nega off his body. However, if the nega is on the brit milah, he's able to cut the nega off and fulfill the mitzvah of the brit milah. Abraham Abinu wasn't called complete until he circumcised himself. God wouldn't have created the world if it wasn't for the Zikhutu de Milah. That's referring to the Beit Milah. Tanya, Gemara, 
רבי יהושע בקולה אומר, גדולה מילה שכל זכויות שעשה משה רבנו לא עמדו לו כנתרשה מן המילה. שנאמר ויפגישו השם ויבקש עמיתו, האנג'ל קיים ומועט לכלו. אמר רבי, חס ושלום שמשה רבנו תנשר מן המילה. וואי, משה רבנו was lazy to do the big מילה, he was in a quandary. What was the quandary? ולקח אמר, he came along and said, בואי העולם told him to go to Egypt. We had to circumcise the son also. So he said, אמון ועצב, I circumcised my son immediately and then go out on the road. סכנאי. It's a סכנה to travel. Uh, with the child. We know right after the Bit Milah, the child becomes uh, in Sakarafi travel. That means on the third day, the Bit Milah especially. Not that the third day is worse than the first or the second day, but the third day is a difficult day because after the first two days of suffering, that's when they're weaker. Therefore, Shimon and Levi decide on the third day to go attack, uh, to go attack the, the people of uh, Shechem. Not that the third day is worse than the second or the first. It's just worse because it's followed by two days already of pain. So therefore the third day is compounded because you're already suffered for three days. But the point is that there's Kwadim. So therefore, as you're going to travel, Moshe have been with the baby. So to, to, to circumcise and travel, you cannot. Amul So therefore what? I'll do the Brit Mila. I'll wait three days before I travel. What else to go to Egypt? Ella, so then what? So why do you get punished? They have no, they have no choice. Ella, if they man, they ask Moshe, they should tassig with manon tehinat. When he got close to Egypt, he checked into the hotel. He did something in the hotel before he did the brit milah for such a day. Man, he baderek b'malon. Now, what do you mean? The malon wasn't in Egypt either. So how was he able to do the milah in the malon? So that uh, Ram points out, well, I was close to Egypt. wasn't that far out of Egypt. So that little road of traveling wouldn't have hurt the child. So that, and Yam was on, not that he delayed it on the Shalom by a lot. He just invited him, was involved in the Malon first, as opposed to uh, unpacked, let's say. Before he did the Bidimila, that was the punishment. That's why the Pasu says, Baderech, Mamalon. Now, once already he stopped traveling, he should have done it on the spot. The fact that he got involved in the Malon, that already uh, was considered in the land. Okay. There's big questions on the answers. So we have to discuss these questions now. Okay. So he delayed the Brit Milah. Okay, what's the Brit Milah? Mitzvah Since when is there a death penalty on the Mitzvah Taseh? Ah, I know you told me you do not mila. Why? Why is the mila punishment? Not isur karet that you hayav mita for such a thing. Although it's karet, if you don't do it, so maybe that's it. So there's one answer: Shemir Melchum ben Dakdikim akirubim. Okay, that means that Dakdikim is Dakdikim. Next, next answer: That before matan Torah, the Jewish people had a din of bnei Noah. Ah, bnei Noah hayav mita every mitzvah that they're obligated. That's the din of bnei Noah. So once God told Moshe to do mila. Automatically, it comes with a chayuv mita, like everything. Nothing nov by the guim, nothing zov. Chayuv mita, ever been a chay? Chayuv mita. There, they only have seven, so there's seven. Uh, no, but once already God commanded him to do the mila. Before matan Torah, they had to do mila. 
from Avraham Avinu. From Moshe Rabbeinu. From Moshe Rabbeinu. We had to do the Bilah. So he had carries the punishment of a Ben Noah. That's right. Because Ben Abraham, we had an extra mitzvah. We had the Bilah. Okay. So he comes over along and says, "The oldest is on. How old was the baby at that time? Okay, he was either eight days old or he was past the eight days. Ima Big question. If it's the eighth day, they may not have the whole day. So what's the difference if you did it at uh, eight o'clock or eight o one? It's not like he pushed it from eight day to eighth day to ninth day. Okay, Zirizi Makdimim. So he didn't do Zirizi Makdimim. Vim Ken and Kanchum Srachayub Mitaf. And already if it was past the eighth day, so already once it's past, it's past. So there's no dean of Zirizim. Zirizim is the dean of the eighth day. But once it's past the eighth day, so it's past. Bechrei asadik lomar sheyazeh achad yom hashemini. Oh, there's a big chiddush. This is the famous Devar Abraham. The Adrapa kevan shekoradeka yachol lamur the end din shul kol ayom kemo beyom hashemini. Wow, this is big chiddush Devar Abraham. He holds the Devar Abraham that the Gabbai Brit Milah once already it's pushed off. There's no deen of delaying. You must do it immediately because every second already is its hayuf. On the day of the Bnei Milah Bayom Hashemini, so that's the Bayom Hashemini, you have the old Bayom Hashemini. So you want to do it at 8 o'clock in the morning, you want to do it at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's not like I delaying it. The whole day is its month. But once already it was pushed off, now already every second that you don't do the Bnei Milah, you're delaying it and you're delaying it and you're delaying it. So therefore it comes out according to the Devar of Ramah, Milah Shalom Bismanah has to be done at... Uh, Exactly. So it just says, Okay, he's good. Sunday morning is good. So it's okay, we'll do it at 11 a.m. No, no such thing at 11 a.m. According to the Bar Abraham, from, 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 from Nets until 11 a.m., you're in contempt. It's a big hadush. It's a big hadush. I don't know if they take that halakha lamaaseh. Maybe Ramon Shifaisi takes that halakha lamaaseh. But those that are being mahmir on the Mirat Shalom is manah, they don't like to delay because it is the Bar Abraham. Okay? I don't know. I mean,